You're listening to Thriving Thoughts, the podcast that teaches you how to thrive through the power of thought. And I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. Welcome to season eight, where you'll learn one practical strategy you can implement as soon as the episode is over so you can turn thought into action through the power of intention. In episodes 199 through 201, we're going to learn how to be intentional with food. Not to lose weight, friends, but because food is our fuel, second only to sleep. Food contains nutrients that help your brain function optimally. Here we are again. (laughs) Just as with restorative sleep, food fuels your brain, which is responsible for your physical, mental, emotional, and cognitive well-being. But so many of us are suffering in all of those areas because we're not being intentional about the second superpower of our total well-being, food. Food is fuel. It keeps the engine of our brains firing efficiently. You know, our brains don't run on Dunkin', by the way, no matter how much I would love it if that were the case, actually. It runs on carbs. Eek. Is that a bad word to you? More specifically, I need to let you know, the brain runs on glucose. Yes, every cell in your body runs on it, in fact. But the brain, did you know, demands more than half of all the glucose you consume through food. If you remember nothing else, I want you to remember this. Carbs are good for you because they turn into glucose. Listen to this. Reportedly, people who fuel themselves with high-fat food diets and they limit their carbohydrates, they have higher incidences of a lot of different stuff, but also anxiety and depression. Sure, it might shave some inches off the waist, but it's not sustainable. And the reason is because your brain was designed to run on carbs. So it's constantly going to crave them. You will never kill the craves for the carbs, nor should you. Your brain needs real food carbs. Your brain doesn't need non-real food carbs. It might like them, but it doesn't need them. I read once that the only cell in your body that needs processed sugar to grow, in fact, is a cancer cell. Yeah, that's right. Your brain needs vegetables, fruits, and unrefined grains. More accurately, that fiber and glucose that comes from those foods, it's what makes you feel like you're on top of your game mentally so you can perform better at work. It's what fuels your muscles and organs so you'll feel like getting out for a walk and getting in that workout. And it's what makes your blood sugar stable, which beyond the physical benefits enhances your ability to have a balanced mood with less frustration and irritability. Friends, don't mistake me as part of an anti-sugar movement. I am not. I like Oreos the gluten-free ones, and I love chocolate cake. And in my experience, I can feel the difference in my mental performance, for example, if I eat chocolate cake for breakfast. Yes, y'all, I've done it. I'm confessing. As opposed to eggs or oatmeal. I feel great at first, and then I quickly crash. I feel foggy. I can't think clearly. And then I start to feel guilty, you know, for eating cake for breakfast when I'm quote unquote trying to get healthier. So then I think, well, I might as well have a second piece of cake. And so the cycle goes. I know you can relate. If you poured water in the gas tank of your car, according to itstillruns.com, water in the gas tank may lead to the car bucking, stalling, or not starting at all. Or starting the car could be difficult. It can also cause corrosion. That's what happens if we try to use sugary processed foods as our main source of fuel. We won't run. We will corrode. Yes, we can eat cake. Yes, we can eat cookies. Cake, cookies, they're not our enemy nor are other simple carbs. But what would happen if we stopped fighting it, not stopped eating it, but stopped focusing on avoiding it, and instead focused on the foods that 
serve as our fuel. I think the reason diets fail and we in turn feel like failures is because we've misplaced our focus onto what we tell ourselves we quote unquote can't or shouldn't have. What if you shifted your attention to the foods that you wanted to seek out because you know they fuel you instead of avoiding the ones that don't? It doesn't mean you don't get to eat the ones that don't fuel you. It just means you stop focusing on them. My mother's wisdom applies here when she said, what you focus on stays with you. And that leads us to today's simple intention. Start choosing what you want to eat and stop avoiding what you tell yourself you can't. Ask yourself, what would I like to eat right now that will fuel me? Asking yourself this question will remind you that food is fuel. It's not your enemy. You don't have to avoid anything. If you focus on fueling yourself, you will naturally also incorporate opportunities to reward yourself with treats. But if you focus on avoiding them, your focus is gonna be pulled towards what you can't have and it's pulled off of what you need. Give it a shot. Stop filling your mind with thoughts of what you can't have. Shift your attention to finding food that fuels you. I've included a link in the show notes to a Harvard article with five simple tips for shifting your attention to good for you carbs. Be intentional about choosing the food your body needs and stop being intentional about avoiding foods that don't. That's how you thrive through the power of intention.